The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. All right, Milas, let's continue with Justice Lisa Holder-White. Fascinating conversations, you know, for maybe some neophytes, too, that aren't quite sure how the legal system works, but also how one becomes a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> and Justice White, you were uh, you were appointed uh, to your current position on the bench, but as we were saying before the break, um, the difference between the state court and the national courts is your appointment is... I don't want to use the word temporary, but it's just the beginning. You have to go out and work and re-secure your position through the general election. Tell us a little bit about that. You're absolutely right. Of course, at the federal level, they go through a hearing, and then if they're confirmed, they have that position for life. Um, It's completely different here in Illinois. In Illinois, we elect judges. Other than associate judges, you have to be elected. And so I've been elected a circuit judge. I've been elected to the appellate court. And then last year when Justice Rita B. Garman decided to retire, she came to me about taking her seat on the court. And with the vote of Justice Garman and the other members of the court, I was appointed to the Supreme Court. And so what that means is on the next election, I will have to run to keep my seat on the court. So I am running Um, for my seat, and I will be on the Republican primary ballot in 2024. And so that's different. Illinois is one of a few states that elect judges, but... Welcome to the great state of Illinois. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. It it does give the people the opportunity to decide whether or not they want you on the court. And so the entire time that I've been a judge and every time that I've been running, it's been very important to me to get out so that people can meet me and know me and not go to the ballot eventually and say, I have no idea who this person is and I don't know anything about her. And so even though I have a huge district, 41 counties, I have already been out and about in the 41 counties doing all that I can to meet people and to answer questions and to educate because I think that's really important as judges, we should do that. And so I'm, Excited about running and looking forward to meeting the citizens of the 4th District. How much time are you now having to spend in those 41 counties just doing that? I, I remember your appointment it, like it was yesterday. and What an amazing show of support that you had from justices and judges from across the state as they all gathered at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Museum. But outside your normal bench work, How much time are you having to spend in the field or out in communities getting to know people? Right now, I'm pretty much out and about every day but Sunday. Sunday, sure. On Sundays, uh, my husband and I go to church with my parents, and we we still sing in the choir. Um, So right now, I've been able to uh, hold on to Sundays for the most part. But other than that, between my work and getting out, all the other days are occupied. What's the most challenging part and the most rewarding part about your position? I would say the most challenging part is there is an immense amount of pressure uh, to get it right. I mean, this is a huge responsibility. The decisions that we make impact every person in the state of Illinois. 
And so it's very important to me to get it right. And so there's always that pressure that you put on yourself. Um, I would say that what's most rewarding is kind of the flip side of that, knowing that you have the honor and the privilege of doing something that impacts your fellow citizens' lives and that you've been entrusted with that responsibility. And so um, I, I really honor that, and I, I take it very seriously. I always like to say I I take what I do very seriously. I may not take myself very seriously, <laughs> but I take what I do very seriously. You have court cases that come to you. They have to, as you said, fill out basically a petition for you to, you being the courts, to hear the particular argument. And then you decide. Um does it break out by your different districts as to who they come in front of for that particular petition? And then does that justice take it to the rest or how does that up channel to the Supreme court? So with the petitions for leave to appeal, we review approximately 500 of those in advance of every term. So when I say term, I'm talking about when the court meets in session in Springfield at the courthouse. And so we're in term in the months of September, November, January, March, and May. And so in advance of any term, we're looking at about 500 requests. Each time? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. And in between as well um, to take a case. And so we all look at all of the petitions for leave to appeal, and we vote. And then we decide which ones we will allow an appeal on. And if the appeal is allowed, then the parties file the briefs, we read the briefs, all the entire court, and we hear the arguments as an entire court. And we have someone who is assigned to be the author, one of the justices. And then we decide as a group of seven, the outcome for the case. You do need four, a total of four in order for a decision to go forward. So if I'm the author and I can't get three other of my colleagues to agree with me, then I'm going to lose authorship of that case. And then it may go to another justice who will then write what they think the resolution should be, and then they will try to get three to agree with them. But you have to have four out of the seven. I mean, you're not too busy. I really can't understand why you don't have more of a social life. But <laughs> what what an amazing, amazing career. Um, and, and, you know, my goal today was to do just this, to have people have an opportunity to meet you, to hear from you. Uh, I'm lucky. I consider myself a lucky one. Um, because I've known you for so many, many years, uh, but I'm also one of the privileged citizens of the state of Illinois that has a justice like you uh, fighting for right um, on the on the highest court in our state. I, I commend you. I congratulate you on a stellar career. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in the upcoming election. Um, 41 counties, lots to cover. <clears throat> Might need something more fuel efficient. Not anyway. Um, but <laughs> Justice Lisa Holder-White, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. Uh, I'm sure that uh, these guys now know you. You'll, you'll be back. But it has indeed been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been my honor to be here with you this morning. Thank you. Justice Lisa Holder-White, the first African-American female to be appointed to the Illinois Supreme Court who, uh, as you heard her say, 500 briefs or things to look at per each session and uh, is doing just a phenomenal job. So uh, coming up next, uh, for just a few moments, we'll spend some time with Keith Calloway, the executive director of the Illinois Law Enforcement Training and Standards Board. Uh, he'll join us by phone from Chicago. Uh, we'll move it to the bottom of the hour, and then we'll wrap things up. This is AM Springfield. 
This is Brett Musburger's Action Update. The best way to start betting smarter is to sign up for a free VSIN subscription at VSIN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. The 45, 8, and 5 Boston Bruins have won six consecutive games. They're laying $1.35 at Edmonton today, plus 115, six and a half over the total. Vegas first place in the Pacific Division, $1.35 favorite of the Avalanche, plus 115. In the NBA, the Philadelphia 76ers laying six at home with the Miami Heat. The Heat have dropped four straight. Joel Embiid scoring prop bet, 32 and a half, shaded to the under by 15 cents. Boston laying three at the New York Knicks. College basketball, North Carolina laying seven at Florida State, while Baylor is a point-and-a-half road favorite at Oklahoma State. Mike Sennett from VSIN, the sports betting network. Hands-on experience and knowledge are traits we expect of our elected officials. No one is more qualified and experienced in the city treasurer's office than Colleen redpath Fager. Colleen is the only candidate for city treasurer that works hands-on daily in every area of the office. redpath Fager has increased profits on our city investments, streamlined the collection of city revenues, and kept our money locally invested. As city treasurer, Colleen redpath Fager will continue to increase our investment profits and collection revenues revenues, modernize online and text collection of violations, and provide greater financial and debt transparency between city departments and the public. Colleen will ensure an innovative and effective city treasurer's office that Springfield residents will benefit from and be proud of. Colleen redpath Fager, proven leadership of experience, trustworthiness, and dedication to our community that you can count on. Vote Colleen redpath Fager for Springfield City Treasurer. Paid for by friends of Colleen redpath Fager. Be ready when it's time to get a home loan. Have a budget in place and know what payment you're comfortable making. Also know what your credit records say about you. INB mortgage lender Jason LaMasters can help you make the leap from renter to homeowner. Connect with him at INB.com. INB, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 477621. Jason's NMLS number is 1059653. Truck buyers, come to Bob Riding's Truck Farm in Taylorville and Pena. Ford F-Series and Ram pickups, pre-owned Chevy, GM, and Toyotas. Over 200 trucks in our family of dealerships. Online at BobRidings.com. All Pro Floor Care really does have you covered for everything flooring. Flooring sales and installation? Check. Professional carpet and hard surface cleaning? Check. Water damage restoration? Check. Available 24-7 for emergencies? Check. All work guaranteed or your money back? Also check. So why go to the big box when All Pro Floor Care already checks all the boxes? Enjoy the personal attention and professional results of All Pro Floor Care. 824 Commercial, online at allprofloorcare.com and Facebook. Just got engaged? I now pronounce you husband and wife. Wait, there's so much to do in between the proposal and the I do's. Let the inn at 835 and Cons Catering take care of the reception. Offering a beautiful banquet space, seating up to 300, with tables, chairs, linens, table decor, and more taken care of. With catering from award-winning Cons Catering. All you do is enjoy the moment. The inn at 835 and Cons Catering. Timelessly elegant, uniquely remarkable. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Well, time to do something about that. 
Hey, it's Paul Packelhofer. Stop with the steroids. Stop with the possible surgery chatter. Now there's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, then placed directly in your achy joints. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Listen, the old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you that you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. The call and consultation are free. You have nothing to lose. Call QC Kinetics now and get moving again. Call 217-689-5882. That's 217-689-5882. 217-689-5882. Bedrock Materials is the home of Dino and the Mammoth Scoop, located at 3600 North Dirksen Parkway. Bedrock Materials carries six types of quality mulch, including playground mulch, and they have pulverized black dirt and organic compost. You'll find over 30 bins of decorative landscape gravel, sold in bulk, and weighed on their state-certified scale, so you get exactly what you pay for. Bedrock Materials also accepts clean concrete for recycling. Give Dino a call at Bedrock Materials at 217-525-DINO. That's 525 23 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock a.m. Springfield on this Monday morning with guest host Milas Copeland, who has another great guest for us. Joining us via phone is the executive director of the Illinois Law Enforcement Training Standard Board, Keith Calloway. Another first, the first African-American to be appointed by the governor's office to that position. And, uh, director, I know that you are short on time and uh, you you found a a few moments for us as uh, through your busy schedule in Chicago. So, first of all, good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. Illinois Law Enforcement Training Standards Board. What in the world is it? <laughs> um, we're a small agency that has a, a really big role in Illinois. What we our, 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 what we do here, is that we call ILETSI, training board, is that we certify every police agency in the state of Illinois with the exception of, of the state police. So, so every county sheriff, every municipality, um, everything but... So any officer or any agency that's operating under the law, under the color of law, under law enforcement, gets your organization's stamp of approval? Exactly. Um, we um, administer a state test and all, all approved academies for certification. Uh, we certify all training programs, um, certification standards. Uh, we maintain all police records. And most importantly, we, we um, provide funding sources for our police officers in the state of Illinois. Training. I know that you all have a lot. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to to know that you have a lot on your plate. And and when you you talk about the many thousands of officers that are in this state, uh, both you and your organization's plate is full. But what are numbers like right now, uh, Director? Are we seeing more people? enter the field of law enforcement or are we seeing people exit um it's probably about a wash you know it, it hasn't been as it has been in the past i think some of the bad press and some of the things we've seen in news media you know highlighting some really bad police work um has had taken its toll but you know it's a great profession it's no noble profession um and i think that's going to bounce back you were, um, if, if memory serves me correctly, you began your law enforcement in the in the city of Chicago. Yes, sir. Thirty-two years of CPD, Chicago Department, and yeah, I came up four years ago. 
And so walk us through that. Uh, 32 years with Chicago PD and then on to uh, to I Let's Be. Uh, what's a day in the life of, of the director of the Illinois Law Enforcement Training Standard Board look like? That's a good question. Uh, each day is different, you know. A <laughs> uh, lot of meetings, a lot of questions, um, different policies. And then when you see different things happening in news media, trying to explain, you know, what may have happened, what may not have happened. You know, was this a training failure? Was this, you know, criminal, criminal behavior? So every day is different. You know, it, it really is. And um, most days are enjoyable. No. I will say most days are. Do are. Or does the board write the training requirements, or does someone basically hand that to you for administrative purposes? So what happens, the legislator writes actual um, guidelines. Like, there's been a lot of discussion and news about the Safety Act in the last couple of years. And, and what the Safety Act did was give us a framework that um, we had to make benchmarks for police training. So for right now, we have in-service training mandates. So every year, Illinois, each officer must go to uh, CIT training, training uh, emergency medical response training. They must do law updates. They must do wellness and mental health updates. Uh, they must um, certify with firearms use of force training. And then also every three years, there's a whole other plethora of training they must do and complete to remain certified in Illinois, including use of force, sexual assault, procedural justice, civil rights, criminal competency. So a lot of times, um, or most times, I should say, I'm many to step by a state, set by state lawmakers. How in, how big is your agency that you have to maintain all those records for every officer in every agency in the state? How many people do you have on staff? Or, or that's, that's a great question. Um, again, we've had our place very full. And right now, we're probably about 30. We're building out a whole new department certification, hoping to double our agency in the next few years. But like any other business right now or state entity, you know, hiring is just because of the pandemic. People aren't applying for jobs anymore. So, Director, and and again, I know you're short on time, and, and, and I appreciate you just spending a few moments. But if you said, I want or I need, how do you finish that up? Um, I'm looking for good people. I'm looking for people to be a part of our team. Looking, you know, be, be a part of law enforcement in general. You know, we need people who you know who want to serve people. You know, most police officers really come into the role for service, and um, that's going to be my mantra going forward. And a lot of agencies is that we're really trying to get people to apply for a job and be police officers. It really is a noble profession. You know, I always say we're doing God's work here on earth. Do you have to be in law enforcement to be a part of your board? No, no. The, the board is appointed by the governor's office. Okay. Uh, it's made up of police officers, sheriffs, um, city managers, and then we, we have a certification panels that are made up of, of different systems as well. So if you go to our website, you can see all the breakdown of, of the, just who sits where, and, um, and that's all appointed by the governor's office. And they've been a great, great supporter of ours and moving the agenda forward. He is um, Keith Calloway. Uh, he is the executive director, um, recently appointed executive director of the Illinois Law Enforcement Training and Standards Board. And again, his job and responsibility in his agency is to oversee uh, the certifications and training for every law enforcement officer and every agency 
inside the state of Illinois, with the exception of the Illinois State Police. And um, uh, Director Callaway was 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 very gracious to to spend some time. I just wanted people to introduce. I wanted to introduce him to people as we have focused today on uh, on African American first in our state. And so, Director, congratulations on your appointment, and uh, also congratulations on on all the work that uh, that uh, you and your board are doing. Thank you. Truly appreciate it. Director Callaway of the Illinois Law Enforcement Training and Standards Board joining us via phone, um, wrapping up what has been uh, a fun two and a half hours. Uh, Major General Boyd, uh, Captain uh, McLean from the Illinois National Guard, uh, Justice Lisa Holder-White from the Illinois Supreme Court, now again, Director Callaway. Gentlemen, it's been fun. I, I really right. appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks for letting me spend some time in the seat. Uh, have fun tomorrow with Sammy, and uh, you guys Can't can wait. enjoy the week. This is AM Springfield. We'll be back right after this. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.